Hello everyone, this is Simone Faith here, 252, located in Moyoc, North Carolina. And today, guys, you know we're going to be talking about domestic violence. But you also know that on this channel, we talk about beauty, business, and everything in between. Uh, before I get into the domestic violence account, you guys, I want to talk a little bit about business and how I've been telling everybody to pivot for the last couple of months because we are in a recession. And um, after the end of Christmas, I think you guys are going to really see how tight everything is going to get. So, you know, I always tell you guys on this channel, if I can, if I could forewarn anybody, get a little water, you know, get a little extra of whatever, you know, every time you go to the store, pick up a case of water, even if you don't need it, just pick up an extra case. Uh, you see a lot of things is going on with the water in different um, states. So you want to be prepared. Okay. Now, after that, guys, let me just jump into the conversation. I received a lengthy email, and I'm going to um, use different names. The ladies' names I'm going to use is Shauna, and the guy name I'm going to use is Steven. And we're going to talk about domestic violence today, and why um, are we talking about that? You know, hopefully we're trying to see if we could um, educate people on some of the signs that people have or just eliminate some of the things that people go through when they're dealing with um, domestic violence. Now, you know, domestic violence comes in all forms, you guys. There's mental, there's physical, there's verbal, there's financial. I mean, there's many ways a person could really be abusing you. But I want to say to some of the young girls who are in high school, because I believe the statistics say one in three young ladies in high school, of uh, you know, um, experience some form of violence. Um, I remember when my friends and I were in high school, and I mean, that's about right. You know, quite a few of my friends was getting beat up by their boyfriends, and then they would go have sex. Um, they was getting slapped around. You know, just all kind of things was happening. A, a lot of young men want to rule over women. I don't know what is going on with that. Now, listen, I have no problem with the man being the head of the household, but Abuse is abuse, and I don't think any woman has to stand for it. That doesn't mean divorce your husband, but that does mean leave, um, get separated, go get some counseling for you, and get some counseling for them. Now, here in North Carolina, we have a place called Hopeline. I like Hopeline a lot. You know, um, they have a director there. Her name is Carol, and Carol is phenomenal. She goes out of her way to help any and everybody. I just love her to pieces. When I worked there and I worked with her, it was just phenomenal. Um, the way that she care about these women. Um, they have a team of people who will pick you up in, in a non-disclosed car. Um, you're, you're going to an unknown location. Um, they have food for you and your child, toiletries. They help you get your own apartment. They also have a thrift store where you're able to pick, you know, clothes for you and your children and get items for your new house all for free. So if you guys are having any issues with domestic violence or you're experiencing any type of abuse and you just don't know where to turn to, please leave me an email or a message and I will um, get that help to you as soon as possible. Okay. So back to the story, Shauna met a guy named Steven, and um, when she met Steven, he swept her off her feet. He wasn't a typical guy from the area that she was in. You know, he, he pulled up in a 64 Chevy Impala, and it was all, you know, jumping up and down. It had all the tricks and the bells and whistles on it, and, you know, he opened doors. He treated her good, and maybe a year later, the abuse began. He began to beat her. He began to say her clothes were too tight. He began to beat her because men 
um, looked at her. He he began to use her. He would rape her, and then he would let his brothers rape her or his friends rape her. It was okay. Stephen was on drugs. Um, Stephen was an alcoholic. You know, he abused her. Um, what was the turning point for Shauna in the email? The turning point for her was when he pulled a shotgun on her at 2 in the morning, forced her to have sex, pulled out all her hair, beat her up while raping her and was telling her how much how much she enjoyed it, right? While she was screaming and crying. In his mind, this was wonderful. He was the best thing um, for her since chocolate candy bars. She got up in the middle of the night, two, three in the morning, she began to walk to her family house. And that walk must have been two hours to her, which must have seemed like eternity, walking from one side of the city to the other city in the middle of the night, right? But God was watching over her because she got there safe, Right, but when she got there, crazy showed up to her family house and demanded that they open the door and assured her family that he would not hurt her. Now I'm gonna tell you something. This is how I know this man was coming to die. He was coming to die because, you know, I think it's, it was his time because they opened the door anyway and let him in. A fight ensued between Shauna and Stephen, and Stephen ultimately died. You know, he didn't die in her parents' house, but he died at the hospital, but he died. He was coming to die, and he didn't even know it. He thought he was coming to beat her up again and abuse her, but he came to die. And I'm going to tell you something, you guys. The reason why I believe Stephen came to die is because had that been my daughter, and my daughter walked in the middle of the night with her hair pulled out, blood dripping on the side of her head, where she had been raped and abused by her boyfriend or her husband. And he came to my door. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. I don't know. I like to think that I would not have opened my door. And if I did open my door, I would have been, I would have been opening my door with a shotgun. Okay, you wouldn't have got to talk to my daughter no more. Okay, she wouldn't have came to no door. You would not have been in my house. And this is why I think this is the way this man was supposed to die because he had been beating women for years. And the same way he beat a woman, this is how he died at the hands of a woman. And I just use that illustration because I could not imagine somebody beating my daughter and then I'm going to open the door for you and let you come and talk to her. Honey, we don't have nothing to talk about. Call the popos because you're not getting up in here. I don't care what you're doing. You can shoot it up, blow it. You're not getting up in here to do what? And what normal mother would open the door and let you in if that was not divisive, right? That means that man was coming to die. He had no idea that was going to be his last night beating up on a woman. Now, do I agree with taking a life? No. Do I agree with defending yourself? Yes. I think if somebody's coming to do you bodily harm, you don't have a choice. I think also in Shauna's case, maybe her mother really thought that he was going to make amends, apologize, and everything was going to be okay. No, it wasn't. The mother went to the back of her room. A fight ensued. And ultimately, or somehow, Shauna grabbed a knife, stabbed this man more than 20 times. She had no idea that she stabbed the man more than 20 times because when she went to court, she said she completely blacked out. She did not know. She could not remember stabbing this man this much. And you know what it is? That was fear. 
That was fear that this man would come back and rape her, fear that this man would come back and kill her. It was either him or her. You know, in a domestic violence situation, it's fight or flight. You either going to fight for your life or you're going to run for your life. It reminds me of Tina Turner. Look how many years she endured getting beat and abused, so much so that she tried to check out. You know, and I think a lot of domestic violence victims do that. They try and check out like they feel like it's better if I wasn't even on the world than to experience this. And even after uh, Tina Turner came back from that, you know what she did? She started getting herself strong. She started surrounding herself by people who loved her, believed in her. And, you know, she did her own ritual thing. I would have been praying to God too. I would have been praying for a way out, you know, a way to open this door and let me walk out peacefully. But that didn't happen from Tina Turner. It just so happened that she just got fed up. She got fed up with his cheating. She got fed up with the rapes. She got fed up with the lies. She got fed up with the abuse. She was fed up so much so that when he asked her something, she was like, go do it yourself. Like she couldn't even, she couldn't even look at him. And some of you women know what I mean. Sometimes you get so mad at your husband in the house, right? He get on your nerves so bad. You can't even look at him like, you know, you don't even want to deal with him, right? So... I could understand what Tina Turner went through. Like, what? And when they did get in the car, look what I did. He called himself going to make her respect him. Look how many times he slapped her in her face and then took off his shoe. You know, she still tried to endure the slaps before she fought him back. He took off his shoe to beat her like she was nothing. Who, who takes off their shoe to beat their woman? What in the world? But look how Tina fought back. Well, this is just how Shauna fought back. Enough was enough. Shauna knew that if he got her out that house and took her back, she probably would have been dead. She would have been dead. Fight or flight. You know, that's, that's the extreme your body took. And with Tina, she fought and she ran away. Okay, so Shauna goes to jail, commits the murder. She goes to jail and she's in there. She's in um, Sybil Brown with a bunch of women that that are jailhouse lawyers. And, you know, if anybody's ever been in jail for anything, even a ticket, everybody in there is a criminal, but they're a jailhouse lawyer. So she goes in there and I guess they give her, you know, advice on what's going to happen. Everybody tells her, hey, you're going to go to jail for 10 to 20 years. You know, this is murder. You're not going to get out. It doesn't matter that she was defending yourself. But I'm going to say, you know, when, when there's a plan and God is in the plan, you just don't know what can happen. And the reason why I say God was in the plan, because she did 30 days. She got out. The charge was reduced to manslaughter. She got a bail. So the lawyer, God put the right people in her life at the right time. And this is what changed Shauna's life around for the better. Because all before this, she was wild. She was in the street. She was dating gangsters. She was doing this. She didn't come from that type of family, but she was lured to this, like something was calling her to the other side of the tracks. And this turned her world upside down. Okay. This made her rethink her entire life, not to mention her three-year-old son saw this murder. He was three years old. Now, some kids, you know, remember this. Some kids forget it and they come back later. But nonetheless, her child saw this. And I tell you guys this, that if you are in a uh, domestic violence situation, get out of it. Get out of it and tell somebody, you know, because a lot of people that are being abused, nobody knows. 
Nobody knows that it's your next door neighbor. Nobody knows it's the military man who come out and mow his lawn every weekend and, 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 and throws the ball with, with his son. Nobody knows for the rest of the week the family is living in torture. Nobody knows that it's the police officer that, that, that's next door that come out and wave to you and act like he's securing your neighborhood, but he's beating his, 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 his wife and raping his children. Nobody knows this. Nobody knows who the predator is because we don't really you know, talk to our neighbors anymore. We just go in our houses and that's it because so much is going on in the world. You don't want to really be bothered with nobody else's drama. But this takes me back to Chantel, 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 the young lady who lost her life with her friends. You guys, we have to be aware of who our children are around, how close they really are. We got to watch them. You can smile, but watch them. Look to see why are they hanging around your child? What are they bringing to the table? And I know our kids are grown, and when they're grown, they act like you can't tell them anything. But, honey, you still put your advice in. Because as a mother, how can you deal with burying your own child? That's the wrong order. Our children should be burying us. That has to be the most devastating thing in the world. And we don't. And if we tell our children they don't listen, so you can only do so much as a parent, but make sure, honey, you pay attention when your kids are going out of states into these different countries with these so-called friends who don't have anything or who is not on the level like your child, but they want to hang around them, right? Because they may want to get them out there to, to rob them, rape them, you know, or kill them. You know, I, I hope... Um, Shanquel family get justice for her. I hope all of those people get convicted, not just one, two, three, four, all of them. I would like to see everybody convicted because everybody was an accomplice. The person who took out the phone to say, aren't you going to fight back? You know what in the world? The girls, the boy, everybody took a part in that. Whoever didn't stop it or try to stop it took a part in that. Because I'm going to be honest, you guys, I could not see any one of my friends getting beat up by another person. I'm just going to sit there. I'm going to watch her bang you in your head, kick you, hurt you, and just sit there and watch you go through all this abuse. Mm-mm. I am a ride or die friend. If you take me and you jump on my friend, I guess we, we, we either both going to beat you to death or we both going to die together. But I'm not going to be on the sideline saying, do something, do something. I'm not that type of friend. I'm not that type of friend. That's why, guys, I tell you, you don't have a lot of friends. Everybody that's on these TikToks and you got all these followers, these people don't care about you. You'll be able to count your real friends on one hand. Some of you have one, maybe zero, some just two. But those are your real friends, the people that was around when you was a nobody and the people who come around no matter what's going on, they're there. So I want to tell you guys, domestic violence is very real. We all experience it. I'm talking about it because it's close to the holidays and typically people experience it more more than ever around the holidays. The police receive about 20,000 calls on a typical day from domestic violence. And this is from men and women. 43% uh, of lesbians have domestic violence at a high rate. 61% of bisexual women fight with men and women, All right? There are like 20 calls, 20, I think it's either 20 calls per minute or 20 cases a minute. That's a lot. In one minute? Goodness. 
But I was on TikTok and I'm going to tell you guys this story and then I'm going to let you go and let you know. Remember, um, get in touch with me. Um, Hopeline is a great, 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 great Samaritan house too. If you're in Virginia Beach, Samaritan house is numero, numero, number one. I love them. Okay. They definitely help. They go out of their way. They got all kind of safe houses, a uh, hope line out here in North Carolina. And there's another one, not YMCA. Um, I don't know. I forgot what it's called. You guys, I'll look it up and I'll put it, um, in, in the, um, intro with, uh, domestic violence, but there's a few places. Why I think it's YMCA. I don't know. I don't know you guys. So I'm going to put it in there, but, um, they're in Norfolk and they have a safe house for young girls too. And, um, for you to bring your children, you know, and to get your life back in order. But I'm going to say this guys. And, um, this is the last story that I am going to tell about domestic violence and, and how easy it can happen. Um, they're not always triggers. Sometimes you can't see when people mean you harm. Sometimes you can't see it because they are the nicest people in the world. But look at this. When people try to be like you or when they are not on your level, this is why I tell people as you level up, you got to level up with friends too. Unless your friends that you're taking with you are leveling up, you got to let go and level up, okay? You can't hang around the same people that meant you no good be, before you got to where you are. You got to pay attention to the signs. You know, when people are jealous of you, you should be able to see it. Now, I'm going to tell you this story about my daughter and then I'm going to let you go. She went with her friend um, a couple of years ago to uh, Washington. And this young lady, they went to elementary, junior high, and high school together. And my daughter was still a virgin at 19. She's 21 and she's still a virgin. And most of her friends are not virgin. Everybody done has some type of sex or they didn't have multiple sexual partners. My daughter haven't even had one yet. And my daughter, you know, not that she don't, you know, do 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 things that most teenagers do because she did, you know, she listened to rap music, ridiculous music, you know, she said a few cuss words here and there, but she don't drink, she don't have sex. So for most of the part, she's better than most, right? And um, her friend get with her, and her friend always thought she was lying about being a virgin, and you know why? Because she wasn't a virgin, and she believed all women just opened their legs at a particular age and was having multiple partners. This young lady had like 10, and they're only like 17, 18. But anyway, she get my daughter out there, and everything goes good. I tell my daughter I have a bad feeling not to go. She don't listen to me because she grown. She going to go anyway. So I just tell her, take your phone and take your pepper spray. In case something happened, you want to be able to, you know, defend yourself amongst a, cra- a crowd of people. And um, she get out there, and maybe three hours into the trip, you know, they meet up with some boys and some other girls. That is the other young lady's friend. And... Then they want to jump on my daughter because the boy likes my daughter and not the girl. Who intervenes? The boy. Can you imagine? And when when my daughter's calling me, she has me on speaker so I can hear everything. The young ladies don't know I can hear everything. I can hear them calling her, calling my daughter bees and what you're going to do to her. And as soon as I get you back to my house, I'm going to wear you out. Now, my daughter's not not a punk, but she's not a fool. So, you know, she sit back and bide her time and she, she got me on speaker. And when I, while I'm on speaker, I call the girl's mother. I say, hey, your daughter is up the street. They're at this location. They're trying to jump on my daughter. If something happens to my daughter, I told the mother, I'm going to hold you accountable and I'm on my way. What I do, I get in the car with my goons, right? Because I'm thinking my daughter needs my help. See, 
All logic goes out the window when somebody's hurting your child. Logic goes out the window. You know, whether you're an old head or a young head, you coming. You coming even if you have to lose your life to save your child's life, you are coming. My daughter was three hours away. You guys, no lie, I think I got there in two hours, but I was coming. I was coming to save my child. I was coming to help. You know, all I could think about is... My daughter's not really a fighter. She's never been in a fight. You know, she's probably going to get pummeled to death with these people. She's probably going to get pummeled. But I get out there, the mother and her husband and her, her sons find where the girl's at and get my daughter and they get their child. Yeah. And they stop a collision. But had my daughter not, you know, put me on speaker, I would not have known anything. I was, I was, you know, a little uneasy about her going anyway, but that sealed the deal. But that taught my daughter a lot. And, and from then on, I always tell her, watch your friends. To this day, the young lady went in the military. She got her life together a little bit. I think she called my daughter a couple of months ago and said, hey, do you want to come out to Vegas? And my daughter told me, I said, I hope you're not considering that. And no, she wasn't. You know, when people show you who they are, Believe them, you guys. I have always said this many, many times over. Believe it. If a person cuts you out the first time and it's over something petty, believe that that is who they are. If if a guy or girl break up with you every other week, this is who they are. Believe it. Okay, stop thinking that you could change people. You can't. If you find yourself in a domestic violence situation, be careful. Because a person that don't mind trying to kill you will kill your family, your children. They will kill everybody. So you have to take str strategic steps to get out of an abusive relationship, okay? So remember, if there's anybody out there that needs some help, please leave your name, your information, so that I can get uh, these avenues to you guys in a safe and orderly way. All right, this is Simone Faith here at 252 Beauty Supply, located in Moyak, North Carolina, where on this channel we talk about business, beauty, and everything in between. There is simply nothing off limits. And guys, don't forget, December 23rd, starting at 10 a.m., we will have wigs in my store starting at $10. So it starts at $10. I will have a slew of $10 wigs, but once they're gone, they are gone, and the wigs then become regular price but we will have some starting at ten dollars okay and some nice ones at ten because we simply need to get rid of the old and bring in the new all right thank you so much you guys and you guys have a great weekend i'll talk to you guys monday bye